What's up, everybody, and welcome to Authentically Imperfect, where we talk about the fact that you don't have to have it all together to fulfill your calling and purpose. My name is Natasha, and I'm your host for this podcast. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about purpose. And purpose ties in with identity, right? Because last week's episode was focused on our identity and how oftentimes perfection can skew or distort our view of our own identity that's rooted in Christ. And it can make us take on this mask and this facade that's not really authentically who we are. So if you want to get some more tips, strategies, just some more clarity on how to live out an authentic identity rooted in Christ, go back to last week's episode um, and you can catch up from there. But this week, I really want to drive some things home with purpose, right? And purpose, um, oftentimes we correlate identity and purpose. And I very much so believe the two are tied together. The two are very much so related. But today I wanted to give some context just about purpose by itself and how perfection can also distort our purpose. So we all know I love a good definition. (laughs) So the definitions I have for purpose are one, the noun, the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. And I love the verb version because it says to intend or design. So both of them have a root in the fact of it deals with how and why we were designed, why we were created um, to do, like to do whatever, whatever that thing is, it's the why, our purpose is the why behind it. And what I noticed in my own walk is that perfection can oftentimes keep us out of purpose because it's rooted in fear, right? For me, it could very much show up in, I am terrified of failing. I am terrified that I'm gonna make a mistake. I am terrified that if I fall, I'm not going to be able to get up or there's not going to be anyone to help me or whatever it might be, right? So these are a lot of the thoughts and the things God has been pulling up, plucking up, uprooting, and really taking me through a season and a journey of healing where I can rest in the fact that I'm safe. I can rest in the purpose that he has for me. I can rest in the fact that if I don't have all of my purpose figured out. He knows exactly who I am because he created me. And so he's going to get me to that as he's journeying me through life, as he's journeying me through a healing process, as he's journeying me through a deliverance process. So just as a note of encouragement, be rested and rooted in the fact that your creator knows who you are he knows what your purpose is he knows why he put you here on the earth and for those of us who have been in seasons and moments where we don't see the value or the worth within ourselves be encouraged that you're supposed to be here 
You are supposed to be here. Wow, I really feel that some people need to hear that. You're supposed to be here. Yes, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, auntie, uncle, cousin, friend, whoever said to you that you were not supposed to be here, they were lying to you. You are supposed to be here. You are created for such a time as this. You are created with a specific purpose and identity in Christ. And there is room and space for you to exist in this earth. So be encouraged in that because the enemy is sneaky. Heaviness is sneaky. Depression is sneaky. And even as I'm sitting here in full transparency, I'm heavy right now. <laughs> I am walking through some stuff and I'm heavy right now, but I want you all to be encouraged um, as this is encouraging me too, right? The push through is not just for your deliverance and breakthrough, but it's also for mine. Because the beautiful thing is that, and this is a side tangent a little bit, but also ties in with purpose, but we can pour and also be partakers of our own poor. So we can pour out things and we can pray for people, we can prophesy to people, whatever, we can minister to people, encourage people, and we can also be encouraged and be able to receive the impartation from that very thing we're pouring, especially when we're not doing it in our own flesh and likeness. And so I wanna sit there for a second purpose is something that we cannot do without the creator we cannot do it without him he created us in his likeness and his image and purpose what i'm learning is also designed to give us language for our existence but it's only something that can be expressed by the father to his creation or through his creation we really um, have to get to a place where we are totally reliant and dependent on him. And that has been my walk very, very heavily <laughs> in this particular season of my life. It's this journey of becoming more reliant on him. And as God is revealing the why I'm created to me, He's showing me where I have the capacity to be healed and become at the same time. Because what I notice is sometimes when we're walking in life and in the journey, we differentiate and we try to separate becoming and doing. And while the two are distinct and they are different, they correlate when it comes to operating in purpose, because you can become while you're doing. Let's give an example. I am becoming more confident with using my voice, right? The being by doing this podcast, the doing. And so I want you to be encouraged. You don't have to necessarily separate the two when it comes to purpose. They correlate. 
And perfection can keep us in this place where we feel it's impossible to fulfill the purpose, or we can even feel this weight, this heavy weight that can give way to resentment and bitterness and anger if we're not careful. And so I want you to be encouraged to, excuse me, release, release the anguish that you may feel because of the purpose that you believe God has revealed to you. One thing that I've heard and I constantly hear, and it's helped me a lot, and I'm still I'm still working through bitterness, anger, and resentment, right? I still have things that I'm like, why did you call me to this? I don't want to do this. I just want to, you know, be over here and do this and do that. But know that we're grace for it. And that's the thing that I've constantly heard that has helped me just to be able to settle a little bit more is we're graced. We are graced for the things that we are called to. We are graced for our purpose. So do not fear, beloveds. Do not um, allow the enemy to make you go into the place of anger, resentment, bitterness, because there's grace. There's capacity. And while um, one of my issues was I thought that I would just like do it all in, in one sweep. And it's a journey. It's a pace, right? I talked about this throughout a few episodes, learning how to pace yourself and learning how to allow God to pace you and to journey you through things, right? Because at the same time, we can operate in our purpose at different levels because there are levels to these things. It's not black and white. There are levels. We go from glory to glory. Scripture tells us that we go from one place to the next. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it's like a straight shot. <laughs> but that's a whole other topic for another day. But one thing I noticed is that we go from glory to glory. And as we are journeying through purpose, we have different levels of maturity. We have different levels of breakthrough. We have even different levels of victory when we're walking in purpose. And like I said, it's not always black and white. It can vary in the place you're in. And perfection can make it seem like you are in a place where you're just like, okay, everything is quote unquote perfect. Like my purpose is going to look exactly like this. It's going to look exactly like this. And that's not always the case. Most times, it's not going to look like anything you thought it would look like at all. And part of that is scary. Part of that is really cool because you just get to journey and figure it out and allow grace and mercy and God's love and compassion to step in 
and to take over. It's a journey, it's a pace. So I want us to get into that mindset. It's a journey and a pace. You have to take your time. Easier said than done, right? Because underneath that could very much so be, you're hearing me say it's a pace, it's a journey, but underneath that could be a fear of not wanting to be dropped. So you just wanna go from point A to point B. I've been there, still walking through deliverance for it. It's okay. Underneath that could also be a fear of not feeling supported. Been there very much so being healed from that. That's why I said earlier, there's room, there's capacity for you. You are distinct. You are created for this time, this era, this moment. Even when you're not walking in purpose, quote unquote, when you're not walking in the why, you were still created for this time. And there's always time and space to get back to where you need to be. But it has to come from the place of humility and obedience. Trust me, rebellion is a thing. <laughs> it's a thing, y'all. It is such a thing, especially if you were like a PK like myself, it's a thing. <laughs> if you grew up in the church, if you grew up in a culture and an environment where you were um, subjected to certain pressures, I'll put it like that, it's a thing. So just be rested. There's room for you. All right. Just feel like somebody needs to hear that. There's room for you. There is room for you. There is so much room for you. You are created for this. You, you are distinct in how God made you. There's only one version of you, much like our fingerprints, right? Our fingerprints. I love actually one of my team leaders on a ministry team I'm on said that our voice in relation to our voice um, is a distinct fingerprint in heaven. You are a distinct fingerprint in the earth. Like there's no, no other copy or version of you. Even on the same human being, no one fingerprint is alike. So you're unique. Don't hate that because oftentimes what makes you unique is going to give you the indicator for why you were created. For why you were created. Your trials and tribulations will oftentimes give an indicator for why you were created. 
your hardship, and even your victories are oftentimes an indicator of why you were created. So be encouraged. You're unique. You are unique. There is no one like you. All right. So one thing that I also learned or am learning about purpose is that purpose is objective in nature, but subjective in experience. And so objective, right? We know it's not influenced by personal feelings or interpretation. It's based on the facts. It's unbiased. Subjective is very much so biased. It's personal. So purpose, when I say purpose is objective in nature, but subjective in experience, what I mean by that is I'm learning that when God created you, he spoke out why he created you. That has nothing to do with your personal feelings, your thoughts, or your ideas. That has everything to do with what he has need of in the earth that only you, your distinct self, <laughs> could help bring out and bring into birth. Um, we're going to stay away from manifest <laughs> because only God can manifest, right? Only God can manifest things, amen, that's in his hands, not ours. So I want to stay away from that terminology. But you are um, the father's creation and why he created you. So that's what makes it objective. Because he just said, yeah, I, I have need of this person. This person is in fact going to do become what I say, right? As long as they are in alignment, but I have need of them. Whole other topic for another day. <laughs> so I don't wanna to travel too much down the rabbit hole on that part. But the subjective inexperience is because when we are learning why the father created us, we have to walk through certain things so that it can be revealed. Everything that we need is inside of us. Everything. Everything. I was having a talk with a good friend of mine today who said, everything that you need is inside of you. You are the resource. And I was like, oh, you about to have me bawling my eyes out. But it's true. We are the resource, we are the answer to our own problems and to the problems in the world. And even the problems in the kingdom. Because how many of us know the kingdom got problems too? But she's still worthy of being loved and validated and cultivated and nurtured. Amen. All right. So the subjectivity, right? The subjectiveness. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm gonna make it a word. <laughs> so that is our own personal experience of what we have to journey through so that the why can be revealed. 
And when you've been through seasons and moments of trauma, that can be hard to receive. That can be hard to embrace and walk through and submit to. Especially when that trauma breeds the perfection and when it breeds it even more in the form of self-protection. Yeah, that thing can be hard to submit to walking through that journey. But submit, it's not too late. You can still start. If you need permission from a recovering perfectionist, you have the permission. You can start, start the journey. Start the journey to find out why. That's your permission. And also, I want us to realize that purpose is meant to cultivate our capacity to believe in more for our lives. Because I personally refuse to accept this narrative that people have said, the church has said, whatever it may be, that we gonna struggle as Christians and we're just supposed to live this awful life. Like, no, 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 no. Yes, scripture does say we are going to suffer and we are going to go through tribulations and we are going to go through trials, but it also says that we're gonna experience moments of joy, even in suffering. I believe that we can experience joy in suffering. I believe that we can experience health and wealth and success in Christ. And what I'm learning about success in Christ is it's not the fact that you drive a Range Rover and you got a $750,000 house and Louis Vuitton shoes and a Chanel purse. That's great. But what I'm learning about success in Christ is this I'm paraphrasing, but the scripture that alludes to beloveds, I pray that you prosper even as your soul prospers and that you would be in good health. Mm, soul prosper. What does that mean that your soul is healthy, that you are emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, and even emotionally sound, steady, sturdy, fortified, established, rooted even. So that we don't vacillate back and forth. Because perfection can drive us to a place of vacillation too. Because we can constantly, and I notice majority of perfectionists, right? Tend to overanalyze. <laughs> To the wazoo, overanalyze. Let me tell you something, the Lord is still delivering me. I used to be really bad. I've gotten a lot better at analyzing stuff, every little thing. And sometimes we don't realize we're doing it. But success in Christ requires us to realize that he wants us to be settled in all areas of our lives. So purpose, the why we are created 
It's meant to cultivate our capacity to believe in more. It's okay to be content with your season because contentment with godliness is great gain, amen? And it's okay to say, I know that there's more for my life. I know that God wants to do more with me. I know he wants me to become more or greater than what I am now. I'm already great because he says that I am. I'm already worthy because he says that I am despite everything I ever went through. Despite every mistake I ever made, I'm worthy, period. It's okay to believe in more and don't be discouraged when people tell you that you shouldn't believe in more. Even this underlying tone, oh, you're a Christian, you're supposed to live this lifestyle. I'm sorry, were you there when Jesus spoke what my life would be? No, okay, have several seats. God bless you, drink your water, God bless you but I'm gonna be who he calls me to be. And if he's calling me to be more, if he wants to give me more, I receive, period. Okay, so be resting in that too, beloveds. And another final thing I realized about purpose too and perfection is that walking in purpose, it requires us to release fear So whatever your fear is, fear of being mishandled, fear of being rejected, fear of being abandoned, fear of not being supported, fear of failing, fear of falling, fear of being ridiculed. Oh, oh, the fear of being ridiculed. Mm -mm -mm. I love what my apostle said. He said, if you don't want to be ridiculed, don't go first. Don't be the trailblazer. Don't be the one who steps into and in front of everything and lays the path in the foundation. Don't be that one then because you're gonna be ridiculed. And that could be in anything, building a business, being the first one in your family to marry and and be in a healthy marriage, right? That last, for a long, 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 long time, for as both as you uh, shall live, you know? It could be something like being the first one in your family to graduate college, being the first one in your family to graduate high school, being the first one in your family to get a job that pays, I don't know, 50,000 or more, like whatever it is. But walking in purpose requires us to release that fear And you have to embrace the fact that yes, once again, it is a pace with yourself and with God. You gotta pace, take your time. This is for me too, because sometimes we can think, all right, I'm healed, right? I'm walking in purpose. And then something comes up and triggers you and you like, wait a minute, ow, I thought I was healed 
set free and delivered. He said, yes. So God can say, yes, you are from that thing. Now I want to work on this thing. And you just be like, you know what? (laughs) I'm sick of it. Jesus help. But pace yourself and allow him to journey. Allow yourself to journey. Allow yourself to write it out. Allow yourself to dance it out. Dance yourself into why you were created. Write yourself into why you were created. Draw yourself into why you were created. Produce or compose yourself into why you were created. Calculate. Maybe not calculate in the way that we think. (laughs) Calculate, I don't want you to analyze, right? But allow God to give you the formula, hey, for why you were created. I'm just throwing some things out there. But it's a pace, it's a journey, it takes time, and it's okay. You have a lifetime prayerfully, and I pray over all of you as my listeners, that you have a lifetime, a full life, an abundant life, a whole healed, restored, healthy life to figure out your why. And your why may change from seasons into other seasons. That's okay. Just keep going. You got it. I'm rooting for you. Just pace yourself. It's a pace. So I got some questions for you all this week. And of course, these are your personal devotional time and your devotional time with God. Sit and ask yourself these questions. So the first one is, what are some ways you believe God is revealing your purpose to you? And the second one, how has perfection blocked you from walking out purpose? And on the second one, when you determine what those blockers are, I want you to get a piece of paper. I want you to write the word. So if you say um, perfection has blocked me because I feel shame, I want you to write the word shame in capital letters on that piece of paper. And I want you to come out of agreement with it. So say your name. I, Natasia, come out of agreement with shame rooted in perfection that has kept me from walking out the purpose God has for me. Then I want you to take it. I want you to throw it away. Throw it away. Literally throw it away. Because one thing I'm learning and we're going to learn together is how to release things and not pick it back up again. Because that's survival mode and God is calling us to thrive, right? Recovering perfectionist, you're called to thrive. I'm called to thrive. Yes, we have moments where we're in survival mode but we can't stay there. We have to thrive because God said, I have come that they may have life and that more abundantly. So to live 
consistently in the place of survival is to negate the word of God. And that is to be out of alignment. So we're going to repent for that. And we're going to allow God to journey us in the abundant life so that we can walk out our purpose. So as always, I am praying for you. I am rooting for you. And my desire and prayer for you is that you contend for the greatness that is inside of you. So until next time, do your homework, drink your water, and be blessed.